Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is part five of the 10 stages of Christ's suffering. Included are stages nine, 10, and the epilogue. Let's begin with stage nine. It was entitled, Why Hast Thou Forsaken Me? There was darkness throughout the land from 12 noon to 3 o'clock p.m. on the day of Christ's death. At this point, Jesus was experiencing the most intense spiritual and emotional pain of the entire Calvary's cross experience. Back in the Garden of Gethsemane, the anticipation of this time caused Jesus to ask his father to find another way. As he looked into the cup, he was asked to drink. The upcoming separation from his father caused him to sweat as with great drops of blood. However, when it became apparent that there was no other way and the will of God was clear to Jesus, he bowed his will to the will of his father. Matthew 26 and 39 says, And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And now between the sixth and ninth hour, the horror of the experience was upon him. At this point, he was experiencing and undergoing the pain of his first time ever separation from his father. He was facing the same pain that those who do not make it into the kingdom of God will face. The spiritual pain of separation from his father was far more intense and excruciating than any physical pain could ever be. His separation caused him to cry out in desperation and despair, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Matthew twenty-seven forty-six says, And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? In Matthew 27, 46, Jesus cried in agony, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? His cry tells us that losing God's presence is the most horrific thing that can ever be. So let's you and I fight on, Christian soldiers, despite all that we must endure. Let's be even more determined to make access to God's presence secure. Stage 10. Jesus cried again. Then, when it appeared that this single most challenging historical event ever would never end, it was over. It ended when Jesus put his spirit into the hands of his father, declared it to be finished, and gave up the ghost. According to Luke twenty-three forty-six, he commended his spirit unto God. 
And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. When he cried, it is finished, and gave up the ghost, his suffering ended, for his work was done. When Jesus died, several things happened. Matthew twenty-seven fifty-one through 53, And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. The temple veil consisted of two sixty-foot high structures, one at the entrance of the holy place and another between it and the holy of holies. Only one person, the high priest, was allowed to go behind the veil once yearly to atone for the people's sins. The tearing of the temple veil signified that the way to God was open through Jesus Christ. It also meant that the middle wall of petition between Jews and Gentiles was destroyed. Ephesians 2 and 14 through 18 says, For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of petition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh, and through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. What did Jesus mean when he said, It is finished? When he spoke these words to all humanity, this is what he said. He said, I have done what my father asked me to do. I fulfilled the law and the prophets. I ushered in a new covenant. I learned obedience through the things I suffered. And that's in Hebrew 5 and 8. I lived holy before men to demonstrate that it could be done. I became sin so that humanity would not have to pay the penalty for their sins. I endured the beatings, the agony, the pain. I paid the sin debt. I established a bridge between mankind and my father. He said, I laid the foundation. I opened up the way. I overcame death, hell, and the grave. I defeated Satan. And so now Jesus is resurrected. He is alive and he is seated at the right hand of our father. He is our king of kings and our Lord of lords. And yes, it is finished. Epilogue. This post is an attempt to present a clear understanding of the suffering of our Lord and Savior as he died for your sins and mine. Hopefully, it gives an appreciation for what he went through for us. But know this one thing. Jesus will never suffer in the way that he did ever again. His father resurrected him, and now he reigns triumphant at the right hand of God. 
He indeed is our King of Kings, and He indeed is our Lord of Lords. Jesus is alive. And listen, when we partake of the holy sacrament that many of us call the Lord's Supper, we do it to remember what He did for us. 1 Corinthians 11 and 23 through 26 says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Dear hearts, as a result of this review of the ten stages of the suffering of Christ, I pray that lost men and women Boys and girls will give their hearts to the Lord and be saved. Because of the suffering of our Savior, salvation is free. But we must never forget that it cost our Heavenly Father, His only begotten Son, and it cost Jesus Christ His very life. May God bless you as you receive Him and you walk in the newness of life. And again, if you are not saved yet, Please get saved today.